I have not spoke about the Illuminati card game yet because thank you for the question, Michelle, because I want it, it. That topic is so deep. I think it needs its own episode and I'm going to get really excited for some reason. I, I love talking about the Illuminati card game. Me and Summer actually talked about ordering it and doing an unboxing on air because yes. you can get it on Amazon. The problem is the edition that has all of the cards that we're going to want to talk about mm -hmm. is like hundreds of dollars oh. because after it came out that it was allegedly or obviously predicting future events. Everybody wanted to snatch it up. I was extremely disappointed. So we just when I need to that. find somebody in the Illuminati who will give it to us so that we can pretend like it's normal. Yeah. Or, or maybe they'll give us the information. We can make our own card game and yes. predict the future. Then we're part of the Illuminati. That's great. Oh man. See how easy it is. That's how easy it is guys to get caught up in the Illuminati. <laughs> we just did it to ourselves. They didn't even have to try. <laughs> Um, Welcome. Yes. <laughs> I guess we can be recruiters for the Illuminati. <laughs> Please don't ask us to be recruiters if you're watching Illuminati. Coffee and Conspiracies, Episode 3, Illuminati. Hi guys. Hi. Can somebody confirm for me that we've got audio? Real quick. Give me a thumbs up or anything. So technical when you ask that. I know. I wish it was a smoother transition there. I'm just <laughs> afraid that we're going to talk forever. And you know what? I'm going to pretend like somebody gave us a thumbs up. Got it. Oh. I would like to credit John Snyder with this picture. How awesome is this? So good. This is awesome. It's for our Illuminati topic. Thank you, John. Thank you, John. Much appreciated. If uh, if you got a page or something, John, for your art, I don't know if, if you do. I, I've missed it. Will you comment on it, please, and let me plug it? And I'll plug it again later because John is a great artist, guys. And he can do whatever he wants with it because I said so. Oh, you're all bossy today. I like it. Well, I'm getting... I'm bossy. That's my role. All right. Sorry. John, you can do whatever you want because I said so. She's right. <laughs> So, how was your week? Good, good. How about you? Good. I think I can't remember much of it, honestly. Yeah, it's been. I mean, it is only Tuesday, right? Yeah, it is the last time we did it on Friday. Yeah, I don't even remember what happened in between that. I don't either, honestly. What did I? I have no idea what I did this weekend. I have no idea what I did this weekend. Well, that sounds like a good weekend. Yeah. Well, okay then. We can skip the formalities and go right to the topic then. You guys ready to talk about the Illuminati? Are you ready to talk about the Illuminati? Yeah, and then I have questions about the halftime show. Okay. In reference to this. Okay. Because apparently I see conspiracies everywhere now. Thank you. No, that's, it's all connected. Remember that? It is. <laughs> that I was creepy? watching it and I was like, what? The Illuminati? And people were like, what are you talking about? I was like, it's right there. You weren't the only person. I had people actually message me during it. I was playing ping pong during most of the halftime show. It sounds like something you would do. It's crazy because I'm a huge Justin Timberlake fan. Like, I was a JD fan back before it was okay for guys to be Justin Timberlake fans. You're an NSYNC fan. I, I was after, like, once I discovered how much I loved him, and I decided I could go back and be okay with NSYNC. Yeah. Because my daughter wasn't allowed to listen to him when she was younger. Because Why would you deprive her of NSYNC? I didn't want her to be boy crazy. Oh, they're so awesome. She wasn't allowed to watch Full House either. <laughs> My daughter just finished Fuller House. 
Oh my. Well, it's probably more appropriate than fly. I know people are like, it's well, not. house is inappropriate. No, it wasn't. She actually came out and was like, mom, this has inappropriate parts. I'm like, just fast forward it. No. <laughs> Parenting 101. If you can't trust full house your kids with your kids, then what can you trust? Because <laughs> they're part of the Illuminati, probably. Probably. If we watched it, we could pull it out, I'll bet. Yes. Okay. So what I'll do to start off is I will give historical context on the Illuminati because there is factual and historical accounts of the Illuminati. Okay. And I like this because the last two times we did MK Ultra and False Flags, mm -hmm. which were both factual events on the level of conspiracy. Now we're going to move on to something that's half fact and half who knows. And so um, that's exciting to me because we're making that transition. The Illuminati is the perfect way to do that. And the Illuminati is... Again, like the last two, very relevant to a lot of other conspiracies. By talking about the Illuminati, we can mm -hmm. eventually, you know, tie it into everything else and talk about it. I'm pretty excited because I feel like it's a fad right now. And so actually getting the background and more information about it will be pretty cool. Yeah. So do you want me to start the timer? That's right. We have the timer, yes. You have 30 minutes. 30 minutes, guys, to tell you, give you a gist of the Illuminati. All right, here we go. All right. So... The Illuminati actually encompasses a lot of things, and you can take it all the way back thousands of years, 5,000 years or beyond with Pythagoras. Okay. Everybody knows Pythagoras. You know the Pythagorean theorem that we learned. Is that a geometry thing? Apparently, we learned it well. <laughs> yeah, I did. It's going to go with one of those math things. Yes, one of the, you know, geometry something. But Pythagoreans were the original secret society, by most accounts, um, and they had their upper inner sanctum of what they call esoteric knowledge, which means like hidden. The, actually, also, because this is going to come into play, the occult, the word occult doesn't mean evil. The word occult means secret. Okay. So it's like secret knowledge. And the Illuminati, the occult, you know, I don't know how many people really understand or know that the Illuminati is in conjunction with the occult, you know, as far as the dark arts and magic and things like that. The Illuminati is not just by concept, some big, you know, secret society that pulls the strings on everybody and everything with money and power. They do it with other means too, allegedly. So okay. what we understand is the so real quick, sorry, I'm going to mess you up. No, it started with the Pythagorean guy. So it was named that in the, because he started it? No. Um, well, the word Illuminati itself means like illuminated, enlightened. Okay. You know, you possess secret knowledge, esoteric knowledge. Um, the, some people take the Illuminati all the way back to Pythagoras. You know, it wasn't necessarily called the Illuminati, but the modern Illuminati or other secret societies are, you know, manifestations or progressions of what Pythagoras started and what he knew. Whatever he encountered. Well, it would be a joke is if he literally was just like some low-level mathematician and like everyone's just like wanting to blame somebody and he had nothing to do. Yeah, yeah. Pythagoras. Five thousand years later. Let's tr let's put ancient guys' names in a hat and pull one out and that'll be the original secret society guy. Because nobody understands the actual theorem, so we're just gonna go with that guy. Yes, yeah. I like it. Yep, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> um, that's a fact. Yes, it's a fact. Check it, please know. <laughs> No, okay, so, um, but modern Illuminati, concepts of the Illuminati, they center on a guy named, and I'm going to mispronounce his last name, Adam Weishaupt, and it, 
you know, we can check the spelling of that. I, I'm not even going to try to spell it because I don't even think I can. Adam Weishaupt, you know, allegedly started the Illuminati, and it wasn't originally called the Illuminati. Okay. Um, and I'm going to have to – I've got the name of it here on my notes. But um, he was a professor of, I believe, law and philosophy in Bavaria at the University of Ingolstadt. I did not know this, even being a, a licensed social studies teacher. This is terrible, and I shouldn't admit this. But I didn't know Bavaria was like a province in Germany. Um, so, yeah. I, I kept seeing the Bavarian Illuminati, and I'm like, man, this this weird little country, Bavaria. Oh, I knew that because of werewolves. I have no idea why I knew that. But where Bavaria was? Yeah, just because of werewolves. Yeah. I, I taught geography once, like when I student taught. and I, I'm the worst at geography. All right, so we're in Germany. Yes, in 1776. Oh, that's a good year. Yeah, it was a good year. Oh, no. Is anything a coincidence? So... I don't know. So in um, May, I believe, of 1776, I don't have it in my notes, um, Adam Weishaupt, and there's two accounts of this. I don't know about two. There's there's a very popular account of what happened as far as how the Illuminati started okay. from Adam Weishaupt. And that's the one I'm going to tell first because that's the one. If you go out looking for this stuff, if you Google it, this is what you're going to come across. Okay. So Weishaupt, um, well, he was kind of a prodigy as a professor. He didn't really want to have to adhere to what the Masons were already doing. or He didn't want to have to pay their dues. So he decided he was going to start his own secret society. So Masons were already around. Yes. Masons okay. were already around and very active and very secret. Mm -hmm. So Weishaupt came up with this idea of the Illuminati. And he, he recruited from within the Masons. And he used the people that he recruited from within the Masons to do further recruiting. So if he could get some influential and important Masons, then they would do a bulk of the recruiting into the Illuminati for him. Okay. And I'm gonna look at this real quick. The initial name of it was the Covenant of Perfectibility. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah, that was the original name that Weishaupt gave it. And they adopted or adapted the owl as their symbol. The owl of Minerva, which is, I, I hope I pronounced that right, which is, is a mythological thing um, and it represented wisdom which went, went along mm -hmm. with the enlightenment so that's why when you see owls in modern day iconography or whatever people will be like Illuminati and that goes to and I'm not going to touch on this right now but Bohemian Grove are you familiar with mm -hmm. Bohemian Grove is a place where a lot of the elite go and somebody actually infiltrated it and posted a video and they do like fake rituals and sacrifices oh, this goes on yes. now and out in I believe it's California I would just like to say that acronym for that is COPS. We're part of the COPS. Which one? Oh, the Covenant of Perfectibility. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the World COPS. We're World COPS. New World Order COPS. <laughs> Which New World Order, we'll find out here soon, is synonymous with Illuminati, NWO, New World Order, globalists, all these things. Um, are they all the same? When people are talking about that, are they all this mean the same thing? Not, yes, but no. Um, because you have so many what are considered to be subgroups of the Illuminati that allegedly work for the Illuminati, like the Trilateral Commission or the Bilderbergs or the Council And these are all real and out there, you know, groups. But, you know, the allegation is that, uh, thank you, Clay. The allegation is that um, they're just puppets of the Illuminati. Okay. And I'm telling you, if, if anybody 
you know, picked up one of these breadcrumbs that I'm dropping and went and started researching and looking into this stuff. I want to close my phone because it's distracting. Um, there is way more documentable and in your face information out there than you can wrap your brain around. I'm just here to give a basic background on the Illuminati and to talk about it in kind of a general sense. But as far as, you know, convincing evidence and people and events, it's, it's not easy to dismiss and, and you, and you don't stop. You know, you have to kind of fact check everything. And as you find yourself fact checking, you just keep going and there's more and more and more and more. And, and it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Okay. So back to Weishaupt and he infiltrated the Masons, you, you know, um, you know, there's my, you know, <laughs> I told Summer, I watched our video last time and I say, you know, about 500 times. So my next shirt, I think is going to be a, you know, it's going to be like I my catchphrase. I feel like that's phrase. better than, um, those fillers. Um, thank um, you. My fillers like like I really have worked hard on that. My mom's like, you sound like you're 12. <laughs> like, nice. okay. Like, like, you know, you know, <laughs> so like, and you know, um, okay. So the Al Minerva, they changed their name to the Illuminati. Okay. Weishaupt used people that were in the Masons and had them construct what he called the orders. Like, because in, in the Masons, you, you attain or first level, mm -hmm. second, Mm -hmm. degrees um 32 known degrees in masons numerology is extremely important numbers are very important and in fact the date that weishaupt chose to start the illuminati was relevant i saw that i can't remember what it was again i, I can't do every detail yeah. shouldn't anyway and we can always come back to that so at some point it's really hard to like go through all of the two bill cases sorry you can read that okay go ahead at some, I'll, I'll read while you're reading that, and we'll go back to that. Yeah. Um, at some point, the uh, government, the local government, and other governments in conjunction with events that were going on at the same time, the Jesuits. The Jesuits are going to be a very popular concept in conspiracies. They are... Um, They're still active now. Yeah. Yeah, very active, actually. Uh, there's Jesuit colleges, Georgetown, Gonzaga. This pope, I believe, is a Jesuit pope, the first Jesuit pope. I can't tell you exactly at is this point. Is that another sub-branch of the Illuminati? Well, or whatever it's called. The pe there's people that would say that they are the head of, or the Illuminati is kind of under them. And again, that's speculation. What I think is fact is that the Jesuits were becoming very influential in the late 1700s. And they scared governments and local governments, so they were ran out. Okay. And this coincided with what was going on with the formation and progression of the Illuminati at least the Bavarian Illuminati. Okay. And so, sorry to keep my history because there's so much here. What I'll say is that at some point there was a regarding the Illuminati, like their code and their laws and things, because it was all very secret. They did a very good job. It was said that Weishaupt had um, spies everywhere that would even constantly spy on members. He knew, sure. and you know, that's where you get your, um, um, there's my own, you're all seeing eye concept. You know, oh. they see everything. Well, that's part of it. It, it. It's Luciferian also, as far as like, so we'll go there. We'll go there eventually. Um, so this carrier that had these documents on him was struck by lightning and 
they found him in, in those documents. And so it kind of exposed the Illuminati and they came down on him hard, the government, the local, maybe the Bavarian government, I think. And so some people would say that that is, well, historians or people that are looking at factual events would say that's where the Illuminati, that Illuminati died. Okay. Was there. The government found out about it and snuffed it out. But your conspiracy theorists would say, no, they just went into the shadows. Well, it's the same concept that you just said earlier. The Jesuits kind of died out because of, they were found out, and we know they didn't, so they just went under. Yes. Yeah, to survive. Well, the Knights Templar, I don't know how familiar you are with the Knights Templar. When we're talking about secret societies, the Knights Templar are just as important as the Pythagoreans. And they're both extremely important to talking about and understanding any secret societies in general. Do you remember that scene in, have you seen Deanna Jones in the Last Crusade? But I have seen National Treasure and they talk about that. The, the Templars, yes. Yeah. Um, well, if you have seen Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade, then you know that there's that scene where the, the Holy Grail, they have the Holy Grail at the end, Indiana Jones, like the cup Jesus oh, yeah. drank out of. And there's an old guy that's been there, you know, for however many hundreds of years or whatever, guarding it. And he would be, he's supposed to be a Knights Templar. The Knights Templar were a special group of elite knights during the Crusades. Aren't they good, though? Not the way that conspiracy theories, theorists view them. Okay. They, they, pro they, well, the crusades weren't really good. You know, they were kind of bloody and. Yeah, but intent is really what it comes down to. Well, it depends on the, was it the people that are following the order's intentions may be good. They may have thought that they were liberating the Holy Land or getting back relics, but the person at the top, whether it was the Pope or whoever, may not have had good intentions. Right, but I'm saying like the Illuminati and not that, no, but like the whole black arts and obviously your intention is not to do good because you are still in secret. At least the Knights Templar were like, hey, we're bad at doing this, but we're doing it for a good cause. Right. Right? I got your point, yes. Yeah, if, you're, if you have to be underground about it, then surely you understand that there's something not okay right. or popular about what you're doing. So the Templars, at some point, they had allegedly uncovered some great mystery, some knowledge or treasure, national treasure, mm -hmm. and during the Crusades, and they were... Um, what country are we in right now? Israel, okay. I believe. Well, because King Solomon from the Bible, who was, you know, the wisest, richest man that ever lived, uh, well, you know, allegedly. Right. They, uh, it was in his temple, I believe, that, well, even the Masons, because they're, the Masons are about, you know, building the Masons, mm -hmm. like stone Masons. And I believe they trace at least a sect of the Masons trace their heritage back to building Solomon's temple. And Solomon's temple was built, you know, by order of God, mm -hmm. according to the Bible, and to house the Ark of the Covenant, which carried the Ten Commandments. Right. So the Knights Templar take, and the Masons take themselves all the way back to that. They say, we're the heirs of, you know, building Solomon's temple. We have this privilege and this knowledge. Right. So, um... Whether the Illuminati was snuffed out, you know, after that carrier died and that stuff got revealed, or whether they went underground, that's where a lot of things become speculative when it comes to the Illuminati. So it's been in speculation since the 1700s? Well, that's yeah. It's a really good secret. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's been a lot of people write about it during, since, like even people at the turns of the centuries. Mm -hmm. um, 
And, you know, I know I'm sure that we're missing a lot here. I'm missing a lot because I'm trying to think of everything I've got to try to fit in here in our short amount of time, mm -hmm. just giving an overview. But I've got to add this, this second account, okay? Because this, you're not going to find this when you go researching the Illuminati. You will find everything I just said about Weishaupt and who he was and what he did. Um, th there's a guy out there called Doc Markey, and I'm talking modern times. Okay. okay, there's a guy named Doc Marquis, and I've listened to him, and I believe he's been on even some popular talk shows like Oprah. I'm not saying I feel like he, I've heard the name, so yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying he was on Oprah, but he's been on, on stuff like that, and he's got a lot of YouTube videos out there. Doc Marquis claims to be an Illuminati defactor, claims that he was a, a you know, what, fourth or fifth generation Illuminati witch, because remember I said the Illuminati is synonymous with the occult, you know, once mm -hmm. you... You know, once you look into and understand what the Illuminati allegedly is. So if you're in the Illuminati, you have access to the occult and to these dark arts. Mm -hmm. And so he says he was a witch and it's kind of a bloodline thing. And that's a whole, the Rothschilds and bloodlines. That's a whole other thing that hopefully somebody will, I'll remember before this is over. Because that, that's one of the, the pillars of this I'm in modern day conspiracy theory that I need to hit on. Mm -hmm. But Doc Marquis, if you listen to him, he says that when Weishaupt was at the... Um, university he was approached by i believe the guy's name is well his last name was bauer and ansel something bauer and bauer changed his name for whatever reason i can't remember to something to rothschild okay and rothschild who was very rich saw in weishaupt this prodigy and invited him over for a series of dinners until at some point he brought in a bunch of his rich friends, mm -hmm. 12 of them, which that number would be important. If this Rothschild mm -hmm. brought in 12 of his friends, that makes 13 of them. Mm -hmm. 13 is a very important occult number. And 13 is a very important number when it comes to the Illuminati, because allegedly there are 13 families at the head of the Illuminati. It's literally my favorite number. That's 13? so upsetting. If you look, the dollar bill, of course, you know, is its own big conspiracy, all the stuff on the dollar bill. But the pyramid with the all-seeing eye on mm -hmm. the top of it, on the back of our dollar bill with the... Nuvis, whatever it says, <laughs> which doesn't translate directly to New World Order, but something very close. Mm -hmm. There's, I think, 13 layers of that pyramid before you get to the part where the all-seeing eye is separate. Oh, goodness. And there's, there's a lot more there. There's a lot there. I don't even, the dollar bill is its own episode. And I don't even, that's not even like one of my main deals. The Illuminati doesn't need the conspiracy of the dollar bill to be convincing. Right. And stand on its own. But that's all relevant. So the thing was... What this Doc Marquis says, who says he was an Illuminati defactor, is that um, this Rothschild said to Weishaupt, we've got the money and the power, you've got the knowledge, the esoteric knowledge, that mm -hmm. occult knowledge, we'll back you, set it up. Okay. And so that, in essence, is the beginning of the Illuminati, like what we understand modern occult. But set it up for what? What's the result? What is it they're doing? Well, because they're, they're elitist, because they want the world to be the way they want it allegedly, and they want to control it, this new world order, mm -hmm. the NWO, which I, can't, I, wish, I wish we could pull up clips, and I would show you a clip of George W. Bush talking about, mm -hmm. and Clinton, and I mean, both sides of the political aisle, they use that term. They've used that term in speeches, new world order, and oh my gosh, I can't. <laughs> I can't go into like famous people and celebrities and their affiliation with it this episode. Um, where was I? 
oh, the occult, the dark arts, the new world order, they want to implement a new world order with them at the head of it, but to make it more feasible for them to be able to get and keep control of the population, they've got to whittle it down. There's too many to control. That's why the Illuminati as a concept is so important when we're discussing other conspiracies, because other conspiracies have to do with the population, depopulation, killing people. So if you're going to ask why would they do that, why are they spraying chemtrails, you know, why are they, why do they have this weather machine and they're going to cause an earthquake and, and kill all these people here and there? Well, the, that all goes back to the Illuminati and the New World Order and the depopulation so that they can control the masses. Real quick, I have something to say, but um, yeah, Sharon, I think it is 13 um, makes a coven of witches. I think that's true. I'm not true. sure, but thank you I for that. I, I think I read that. Speaking of reading, Michelle said she has two bookcases full of books and documentation. You can just go down the rabbit hole forever. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, that's and that's what I was saying earlier about the Illuminati. You can get a gist like I'm giving you, but if you were truly interested in it enough to go trying to disprove it, you're going to have a hard time. And Michelle, if you actually come across something and check your facts and, you know, please feel free to let us know if there's something else you found or you want to add or something you want to discredit, I guess. Yeah, whatever. please. Absolutely. And Sharon, if you have a link to a resource, please post it and I'll look to you after this. And you guys may have seen by now, those of you that have been with us for a couple episodes, that after we do them, I do the recap where I write mm -hmm. up a little blog piece and I link the video to it and I link things that are relevant to what we're talking about. What I will do is if I can find a reference to the 13, which is making a coven, I'll, I'll mm -hmm. link that. I'll link the Doc Marquis. I'll link the Wikipedia page to Weishaupt. Weishaupt is fact, you know, and the fact that he started that secret society, that's fact. And when I was researching for this, I even came across a National Geographic article about Weishaupt and him starting the Order of Illuminus. But when you get into modern journalism and they start talking about it, for some reason they have a major resistance to conspiracy theories. So they will be as almost sometimes arrogant about saying, no, this guy really just was trying to do something good and people have twisted his teachings, but they have no basis to make that claim either. Here's my question. So it all started a really long time ago, right? And if we're ultimately saying depopulation is one of the many things that they're wanting to do, then one, they're not good at what they do because you probably should have stopped it when it started booming versus now. Or two, that's not their ultimate result. You know what? I'm like, why are you waiting all this time? And when the population's like out of control, like you've had all those hundreds of years to like fix it. My, the only thing I can think, and I don't have, you know, right. Cause I'm not in the Illuminati that you know of. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> um, but what I, what I think maybe the rationale on that would be is they've only recently developed the technology to do it on a grand scale. I know that pandemics, you know, thing, yeah, no. Pandemics, I've wondered for a while if, because every year there's a new thing that's going to be the pandemic and it's gonna wipe out. Swine flu. Swine flu, avian bird flu. African fever, I'm just Yeah, sorry. there's, there's <laughs> no a lot, idea. West Nile. That's it. <laughs> the one from whatever the Olympics down in Brazil where they were all worried. But it's like every year there's something different that's threatening 
a mass part of the population. And it's going to take us like a third of us out the way the Black Plague did. So that and, you know, we talk about the weather machine. People talk about the weather machine harp, which that will be its own episode. But if this thing exists, would have the ability to literally cause natural disasters and take out large portions of the population. So you could say that they're still working on the right pandemic to take, you know, that we can't stop or that it's just so going to spread. They're not that good. Well, no, that's. I mean, they have the backing of like a bazillion dollars from all these high end families. Not just bazillion dollars, but also potentially forces outside of this realm of existence, whether you want to call them demons. Some people would say aliens. You know, people, there's a lot of people that think that that's what happened with the Illuminati with that esoteric knowledge and the occult that Weishaupt had is they could conjure and communicate with ancient beings. So then if you're looking at the higher level, then maybe that's part of it. They want to have 8 billion people so that it's even crazier and bigger of an epidemic and then everyone will bow down. And also in the meantime, they're making money on everybody. Literally the... Not us. We don't have any. No, that's, well, that's why. Because we no, gave it all to them. They own our student loan. That's another thing I want to hit real quick. It is traceable to go looking into the history of the Rothschilds. The Rothschilds is a name. Rothschilds and the Rockefellers. The mm -hmm. two big names you hear when talking about conspiracy theories. Well, there's a reason for that. Whether, you know, they are in the Illuminati the or not. Well, they own... You can almost make the case that they own literally about everything. The media, through the CIA, the shadow government, if you believe in a shadow government and you believe that the Illuminati controls it, but the Rothschilds, it can be argued pretty effectively. You know, I really took a class that was not about conspiracies. It really was factual and a sociology class, and it literally traces back to like five people or families or whatever that controls all of the media and that's one of them not and it had nothing to do with any kind of conspiracy or anything other than the fact that he was just showing us like we can't always listen to the media yeah absolutely well they and had hidden a, agendas and stuff and they did have a deal with the cia at one point called operation mockingbird where when you hear people in modern days talk about mockingbird that's what they're talking about when the government told the media what to say and do and and there was a, an unholy union there i feel like we talked to different people Nobody ever talks about this stuff. Except right. like one time in class, actually, today. Was it today or yesterday? Today, I think. Yeah. But. Yeah. yeah. But the um, you can go back and see how the Rothschilds were potentially responsible for every war since their inception, since 1776. They played both sides of the World Wars, both sides of the French Revolution, and they knew how to engineer these events in a way that they made unimaginable wealth on more wealth than we can That's a wrap huge our money brains maker. around. Yeah, and they own banks. They own, I believe, the Britain, the British bank, and it's said that they own all the banks. I've never really done a, an intensive fact check on that, but you know, if you guys, if if somebody wanted to go into cognitive dissonance over it and say that, you know, there's no way that's possible or you can't believe it, then I invite you to go, go disprove it. I'm not saying you won't. I'm just saying there's, there's stuff out there to look at about it. The Roth, there's a reason that the Rothschilds are mentioned frequently. There's a reason. Scary. It is scary. 
I'm going to pull up my notes while we're talking here. Yeah. See if I missed anything. I, I don't know. I feel like I'm getting stuck in the hype of the Illuminati, I guess. Like, because it's like, again, like popular right now. And I'm like, oh, Illuminati, Illuminati. And I'm just like blaming everything on the Illuminati. It's like this just magical, like this makes me feel better. And, but I, I don't know. I'm feeling like they kind of are not really good at what they do. That's one of the criticisms of the, uh, of conspiracy theorists is the fact that they just made up the Illuminati or use the Illuminati to blame things on when you know we feel suppressed, we can't get ahead. And we, we kind of, they're the scapegoat. The concept of the Illuminati becomes the scapegoat for everybody's problems in the world. And that's what a lot of people, anti-conspiracy theorists will say. Which is also a good cover up because if you want to, uh, the more you talk about something, you become desensitized to it. So maybe they did like, oh yeah, blame the Illuminati. Like no one will actually think it's real. Yeah, they, and that's uh, what the conspiracy theorists will say is they intentionally put out you know, leak, I don't want to say leak, that ain't the right word, but create jokes. The Taco Bell commercial, I'm sure a lot of you have seen the, have you seen the Taco Bell Illuminati commercial? I have not, but I've heard about it. It's called the Bell Illuminati. And they, I heard it on the radio. Yeah, they act like the Illuminati in the commercial. Mm-hmm. And they use these little things they have that are triangle shaped, you know, like the all-seeing eye. And people that saw that, that believe in the Illuminati and in the conspiracy theories surrounding them are like, well, that's just them making a joke of it intentionally so that people will think it's a big joke. How many people do you think are in the Illuminati? Not controlled by, in it. Like, give me it's a those, rough number. It would be those, I would assume it would be those 13 families and however many people they branched down into, which allegedly they intermarry. To keep that goes into royal bloodlines. That's what a lot of other people would say too. Is the Illuminati is a succession of of bloodlines, ancient bloodlines that are elitist. Because I'm thinking, how do you keep it that big of a secret? But if it's in families, then that makes more sense. Because when we first started, I'm thinking this is like thousands of people versus they're controlling thousands of people. Makes more sense now. Yeah, two because we're we're winding down on time here. I yes. want to throw out real quick. Apparently. John Quincy Adams, who, you know, is one of the early people, um, early the president. Yeah, you know. he uh, he wrote three letters, and I think these letters I I read or heard were on are on public record, and I'll look for the um the link to put in the summary of this mm-hmm. broadcast. Three letters about Jefferson's Illuminati activity. So he was accusing Thomas Jefferson of being in the Illuminati and complaining about it, saying he was doing all these things on their behalf. I'll look for that when allegedly is public record. But that's happening still to this day. That people are writing letters and complaining about somebody's Illuminati. Because they're saying Obama and Hillary are Illuminati against Trump. Like, I feel like... Oh, yeah, that's true. Then maybe that's just an argument. Well, when it gets to the upper echelon, which it kind of is, there are talking heads and people in the opposing cabinet or whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. will the deep state. It's the same thing. There's a lot of talk about the deep state and the shadow government. And in essence, that's the same thing. These people are saying the Illuminati. They're they're synonymous, really, in my mind. And somebody can call me out on that, but I'm pretty sure everybody that follows this would agree with me. Mm-hmm. Did you want to say something? Nope. Okay. The Rhodes Scholars. We've heard about Rhodes Scholars. I believe Mitch Daniels was one. The president of Purdue, once-time governor of Indiana. He is a Rhodes Scholar. 
the founder of the Rhodes Scholarship, and I believe this is documentable, you can find this, was a globalist, meaning he wanted a one-world government. That was a vision. And not everybody that wants a one-world government is necessarily an evil occultist. Maybe they just think that's what needs to happen in a modern world to keep everybody on the same page. Mm -hmm. um, but the Rhodes Scholarship was set up, from what I understand, to help accomplish this globalistic view, this new world order. It was supposed to work in conjunction with it. Mm -hmm. And... I think that was the last main thing I wanted to hit on the stuff that I was talking about. Okay. We ran out of time and you stopped it so it didn't buzz in our ears, didn't you? I did. I have not spoke about the Illuminati card game yet because, thank you for the question, Michelle, because I want it, it, that topic is so deep. I think it needs its own episode and I'm going to get really excited for some reason. I, I love talking about the Illuminati card game. Me and Summer actually talked about ordering it and doing an unboxing on air. Because yes. you can get it on Amazon. The problem is the edition that has all of the cards that we're going to want to talk about mm -hmm. is like hundreds of dollars. Oh. Because after it came out that it was allegedly or obviously predicting future events, everybody wanted to snatch it up. I was extremely disappointed. So we just need to that. find somebody in the Illuminati who will give it to us. So that we can pretend like it's normal. Yeah, or or maybe they'll give us the information. And we can make our own card game and yes. predict the future. Then we're part of the Illuminati. That's great. Oh man! See how easy it is. That's how easy it is, guys, to get caught up in the Illuminati. <laughs> we just did it to ourselves. They didn't even have to try. Um, Welcome. Yes, <laughs> I guess we can be recruiters for the Illuminati. <laughs> Please don't ask us to be recruiters if you're watching Illuminati. Manufactured epidemics equals FEMA coffins. Yes. When I was talking earlier about if they're engineering pandemics and trying to get it to take to wipe out the population, that goes in with the conspiracy of the FEMA death camps, which mm -hmm. people have put pictures on the internet uh, of what are considered to be, you know, body boxes. Like FEMA is preparing for some catastrophic event. And I guess people that would attack the conspiracy theorists would say, well, that's FEMA's job to be prepared for crisis or whatever but i think the level that it it's being considered on is is astronomical and of course all the suspicion that goes with government agencies and the shadow government so absolutely the fema and i and we'll do an episode probably on fema eventually i'm gonna have to educate myself a little more on that but i'm definitely aware of how it fits in the the grand scheme of things oh we have to talk about the theory they moved mary to another country even continent is that about the Knights Templar and Mary Magdalene. If you can clarify that for me before we, we finish up, I'll definitely hit on that because if it is, then I, I know what you're talking about. But before we go off, we want to introduce this awesome concept that we've been talking about. Wanted to include you guys in it. This big, beautiful cardboard board back here. Yes. See how big that thing is? This is going to be our conspiracy board, guys. Mm -hmm. How exciting is that? So every time we hit a topic, we're going to add it to this board and we're going to do like your traditional conspiracy theorists and we're going to link things with the yarn and sometimes maybe come up with notes and add them. And we haven't got it all figured out yet, but we don't have to because I don't think anybody that goes to putting a conspiracy board together in their basement puts too much thought into it. That's why they look all crazy. I feel like I would. I feel like I've already constructed in my head what it's supposed to look like. We can do too. If I'm you need super a, controlling. If you need yeah, it's like <laughs> color coded. Oh, yeah, I like it. Okay, so... Is this it here? Yes. We have our three topics that we've hit on so far. Okay. 
MK Ultra, the first one. Yeah, those are the graphics. That's the one Scott, my buddy, did from the Art of Harsh. False flags. This is the one idea. We don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Illuminati. That John Snyder did. That amazing, beautiful one. So. See that last comment. <laughs> okay, Corey. <laughs> So Corey asked where the wheel was. Corey, I just want you to know that I'm a complete failure this week. Um, I was supposed to build it, and I didn't. Um, but I came up with a backup, which we'll talk about here in a second, because after this week, I won't be as busy, so I will get the wheel done, and it will be fantastic. But I didn't want to throw something together because I'm a perfectionist, and it has to be an amazing wheel, possibly with lights on it, because that's what I do. Um, so we have a different thing for that. We're very excited about the board. I'm very excited about the board. It's going to be awesome. We do have a temp fix. We have a yes. method that after we do this, we're going to, to implement to get the next topic figured out. And I think we decided before we went on tonight that after every fourth episode, we'll do a, a recap of the previous four. Mm -hmm. We'll do a Q&A. That way, because there's so much information on these things, if there's something I thought about afterwards that I wanted to hit, or if you had a question you wanted to ask, we could go back and do that. And if you guys want to say anything about anything or ask about anything regarding those four previous topics, mm -hmm. we can do that. And my ulterior motive, you know, I don't, if I'm not careful and don't expose myself, I might end up in the Illuminati. So I'm going to call myself out. It also lets us draw out the big conspiracy topics. We're not hitting them bang, bang, bang. If we do a Q&A every fifth episode, it lets that be drawn out a little bit. Not like we're going to have any issue coming up with topics. And if you don't feel comfortable asking on here or you didn't get a chance to actually watch this live, um, feel free to message Coffee and Conspiracies um, asking the questions and we'll definitely talk about it in the question and answer. Yeah. And one more exciting thing because I'll forget if I don't say it now, I won't um, we are this close to getting this stuff uploaded on our YouTube channel. So what we would like for you guys to do, and I'll blow up your Facebooks and everything with my feed, and we'll talk about it on here, is please subscribe to our YouTube channel. I won't push it right now, not until we have content on there, which could happen as early as the next couple of days. I will tell you it's Coffee and Conspiracies if you were to look it up on YouTube. But we have an intro for it so it's going to be these it's videos awesome it's cool my buddy it's so cool my buddy rob props to him out in los angeles i believe or in the area he's he's done an awesome thing for me here and i appreciate it la or san francisco silicon valley rob i'm sorry i'm a terrible friend i'm a terrible friend i don't know exactly where he's at but he's great i do know that <laughs> so we will have these things uploaded and we're hoping that by having subscribers and views we can go to different organizations maybe t-shirt companies coffee places and say, hey, look at how many viewers we have, subscribers we have. Will you donate a mug of your company or will you make up a shirt and we'll put together prize packs? Either way, we're going to put together prize packs and we're going to start a contest where you guys can accrue points and actually win that merchandise. So um, stay tuned for that. I think we're going to upload and post it everywhere, like what all the criteria is and keep it pretty fair and simple and it's going to be awesome. Yeah, it'll entail interactive things. It's going to include one of these awesome shirts. You guys want one of these. You can't really tell because of the lighting, but this is brown. I wanted it to have that Java feel. This was done by the t-shirt shop in West Lafayette. Remember last time I said Crawfordsville? Yes. I did that right into the mic. Sorry for blowing you guys' eardrums out. I love this shirt. This is awesome. And again, my buddy Scott Harshbarger from The Art of Harsh designed that logo. I have so many awesome people in my life. I love you guys so much. <laughs> it's my F. I'm an INFJ. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> Go. We're going to start with the Illuminati okay. at the center. Was I wrong? No, Be I just didn't have it up there. Because it is the umbrella kind of for all of these things. So we're going to tack it up here with that PCR. And we may fix this off the air, but we want you guys to be a part of the main doing here. This is a, a big moment, guys. And we'll, we'll tweak this as we go along, but I'm so excited about this. So we'll, we'll trim this yarn later, too. We're going to run the Illuminati to MKUltra because the Illuminati employs MKUltra, mind control, programming, Manchurian candidates, and false flags actually connect to both MKUltra and Illuminati, but for now we'll go from MKUltra to the false flags because if you're a Manchurian candidate, and you were mind controlled, you carried out a false flag event. Okay. We will have this, I promise, more, whatever, but oh no, the Illuminati guys, you see that? <laughs> I'm gonna like take it. a picture of that. And you ever see those memes where they'll find a triangle in the most random place? I don't even know. I don't have anything to do it with. I don't have anything to do it with. But they'll find a triangle in somewhere random, like a bike tire spoke. Mm -hmm. And they'll zoom in on it in every frame until they put the Illuminati eye on it, the dollar bill eye, like saying the Illuminati's everywhere. People have way too much time on their hands. I posted one on the Copy of Conspiracies with the guy's elbow. Did you I... see that? Yes. Actually, that one was hilarious. That was funny. They're funny. Okay. So to wrap this up, we're going to um, do my makeshift wheel that I didn't do this week. Um, and I have envelopes, and they're 1 through 10. There are 10 different conspiracies in here in each one. And um, Brandon does not know what is in any of them. And um, we are going to let you guys pick um, which number you guys want to draw. So you guys can just pick a number. That's what Brandon's going to draw. And that's what we're going to talk about next week. The first number we get, 1 through 10, will be the next topic, right? Yep, first number. I hope it's Smithsonian Gate, Smithsonian cover-up. I hope it's 9-11. 9-11 would be awesome. Yeah, we've got, through the, really good. we've got through the big three now that I wanted to get through, and I feel like we've laid the foundation to where we could go about anywhere. The depopulation thing was important, mm -hmm. and we can hit on a lot of things that we couldn't before. Ah, uh, thanks, Mama Grub. Number four. Ah, <laughs> uh, Corey, too late. Hold that, number three. Till next time. All right, number four. I wish I'm you nervous. guys could give me a drum roll. <laughs> I was going to do it, but I think I'm just going to knock some. I'll clap. Oh my gosh, are you for real? Flat Earth. Okay, let me say right now, no hate, okay? We're going to talk about it, and it's going to be fun. I already know this is going to be an, a weird topic, because just us being friends outside of this, like, he'll mention things, but he, like, mentions them slowly, because I have to be in my protected bubble. And he's, like, barely mentions Flat Earth, so I know that it's kind of mind-blowing. I've got a lot. We've got a, we've got a lot to discuss. That will be a fun one. It's That's going to be a fun one to draw. So you guys need to, um, somebody needs to submit a drawing just like this that Awesome John did um, and do one for Flat Earth. I feel like that one's going to be, even if you don't know about it, it's going to be pretty easy to draw. Yeah, you can just doodle. These are doodles. I mean, John, John's a good artist and, you know, I, but you, it doesn't have to be this good. It can literally look like your five-year-old did it. Or and it can be this it. good if you're naturally really good. Absolutely. I will say, you guys, I'm going, you know, we're going to have fun with the flat earth, but I'm, you're going to hear some things and you're going to have to think about some things that you may not have thought you, you would. 
I'm already uncomfortable. It's it's uncomfortable. <laughs> and I'll have fun with these memes too, because usually I start posting memes on the website that have to do with the topic that we just covered. And there's a lot of fun memes out there about Flat Earth. We're not going to get serious about it. I don't want anybody coming on hating. Please don't get on and say, Flat Earthers all deserve to be killed, because that's the crap you see when you see people talking about Flat Earth. Everybody's just concerned with the truth. People just want to ask questions. It's okay to ask questions. I don't care how stupid somebody thinks they are. But I, I will, might fight you. That's okay. Oh, if they want to do it over a, a concept, then then that's they're bad. And uh, if I'm interested because that is just not a concept that uh, we'll see. Well, of course. But I, I'll tell people usually want to know why. If there's a deception, why? Why did they deceive people that the Earth was round? And we'll go there. We'll hit on all those things, and I'll, I'll explain to you what flat Earthers think and say and why. And, and thanks, Sharon, for all of the awesome knowledge here. Um, she gave a list of um, names to look up, and I encourage everybody to do so. And um, if you want to do any links or anything with that, so thank yeah. you. Really cool. Absolutely. We'll, uh, I'll have the recap up. Anything you guys, if you guys want to share, we appreciate it. Share the video. You invite your friends to like the page, please. Or we invite random it. people because half the people on your friends list you don't really know. so Write in Vegas for a sure so you can advertise once or win one with our point system. Yes. All right. Well, until next time. Until next time. Thank Thanks, you, guys. guys.